What's up, everybody? It's your girl, DJ K-Dove here, host of the Queen of the Trap podcast. Shout out to my team, Fitted Cap Low Movement. Make sure you go check me out on all outlets at DJ K-Dove and Queen of the Trap podcast. But also make sure you check out Anchor.fm. It is the number one distribution app to put all of your podcasts on all of the platforms you can imagine. So DJ K-Dove told you first, Go check out anchor.fm and go check me out at DJK Dev, Queen of the Trap Podcast, Fitted Cap Low Movement on all platforms right now. You are now tuned in. Let's go to the Queen of the Trap Podcast. Class and session, bitches. Welcome, everybody, to the Queen of the Trap podcast, one-on-one exclusive interviews. I'm your host, DJ K-Dev, and today, my lovely guest is Focus1631. How are you today? I'm doing good. appreciate you having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited that we're actually doing this. You and I have been talking for a couple weeks, and, you know, last week kind of got a little mixed up and things were going on at home because I got everybody sick, but I appreciate you bearing with me and, you know, just being so good about it. Cause some people are like, well, you know what? Screw you, but you like, thank you so much. And I appreciate you and appreciate you on the show today. Thank you. Most definitely. You know what I mean? We're not robots. Stuff happens. So, you know, know. absolutely. Things happen in life. We can't we can't force what goes on. But um, so to start talking about you, who are you? What is your name? Where do you come from? Well, pretty much I'm a humble dude coming straight out of Long Island, Suffolk, Long Island, you know, Suffolk, I'm Suffolk too, guys. I'm Suffolk too, so. Yeah, and uh, pretty much, um, like I said, just the name Focus is pretty much like the opposite of how I was in school. You know, he used to tell me all the time, you know, you're a good student, but you get distracted. You need when you focus, you focus more. You, you know what I mean? You you become better when you're not being distracted. So. Between that and just like experiences in life, that's how I kind of got the name Focus, just to stay on, stay on task. Absolutely, that's what I need to be doing more is focusing more. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's that's dope. Um, what was your upbringing like on Long Island? Um, I would say it was it wasn't that hard. It wasn't it wasn't that easy. It just it just. What town on like, Long Island are you from? Uh, Riverhead. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Riverhead. So you're yeah. all the way out east. And my second home is uh Bridgehampton. That's where that's where like my uh father's side and all that other side's from. So shout shout out to Bridgehampton and, and all that. So what's the difference between living in Bridgehampton and living in Riverhead? Uh I say far as like out in the Hamptons, which is Bridgehampton, it's like more snobby. It's more like for it's more for like the rich folks. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool to work and dri- and to drive by out there, but to live out there, it's, it's, man, it's, un- it's impossible. You know, it's funny that you say that because going into the next question, I wanted to talk about how hard it is for people like us on Long Island, because we have so much difficulty getting noticed. And a lot of, a lot of people think that we're rich 
and we and we're just like snobby because like we're on the east end of the yeah, yeah. so people perceive us as like these rich stuff but like what is long island really like what is that to you what is long island like i mean to, to, for me it's like it's like a suburbs it's a little slower than the city you know if, if you see me or you somebody walking out two o'clock three o'clock they think we're up to no good if mm-hmm. you're out in the city they're at Penn Station. They're still moving and going. And at three or four, it's, that's why they call this city. It never, never sleeps. sleeps. Yep. You know so it's just like, it's like at the same time, our pace is a little more slower than than what the city is. But I, I think it, it's definitely like a little more harder for recognition for Long Island artists or, or anybody coming from there because you have to do something to make them come to you. You know what I'm saying, or you have, or you have to go to a Bronx event or a Brooklyn event, something, something to make you stand out, to make an A and R somebody to come to you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's, you have to have something in order for somebody to realize who the hell you are. You know, like they got the stereo garden, they got a few good, few good, popping spots out here. But other than that, we we have to fight and grind and 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 kick teeth to get just to get into it. You know, absolutely. I talk about that all the time because it's really hard for us DJs, especially since the Corona. Nobody wants to give up um, set time and everybody always has their designated locations and stuff like that. But it's actually funny you say stereo gardens because I've never actually been there before. Never either. But I had an incident. It was, um, what was it? It was um, Thanksgiving Eve. So I was going next door for that event and Stereo Garden, Burgerology, that's what it was. Um, and Stereo Gardens is next door. I accidentally walked into Stereo Gardens that no questions asked, cut the line, everything, because I had my backpack on me. They thought I was the DJ. Walked inside, saw the basketball court, and I was like, I'm in the wrong place. I got to go. And they were like, <laughs> did you get fired? And I was like, no, I'm just not supposed to be here. <laughs> I'm just not supposed to be here. But it's funny that you said Stereo Garden. Yeah. That's a be- that's a big place on Long Island. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know about it. So people tune yeah. in right now. Make sure you go check out Stereo Gardens. Yeah, you never know. Stereo. You may see him perform there. Oh, that's, that's the plan. That's you know? the goal. <laughs> yeah. That is the goal. Um, so what made you want to start rapping, writing? What motivated you? Pretty much um, life experiences. Like when I was like 15, 16, I always had a goal that I wanted to like do basketball and stuff like that. But like graduating and doing the school stuff in Riverhead, it was a little more harder because you got like 30 knuckleheads in one class. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like not to make excuses for me. It was kind of hard to, to like focus on that and do that so at 16 and 17 as i started like getting older and stress coming i started using like my life experiences and started wanting to write you know what i mean like absolutely listening to like the old dmx days and all that stuff that's when i really really first started writing my first rhyme you know what i mean yeah rest i know you that know what? Today, today's his birthday too. It's crazy, you know. Oh my gosh! I didn't even yeah. know that. I didn't even I didn't even know that until I was uh in my girl's car radio yesterday, and they, and they were playing like DMX heavy yesterday. So it was just like I didn't even know that uh, today was his birthday. So shout out oh, to DMX. Shout out to DMX, New York. 
Uh, very own. It's yeah. so sad. I like, I cried the day that happened. It's, I saw him in concert once, and like, it was the most epic experience of my life. I, I could imagine his energy, man. Just seeing it on camera, I, I would love to have seen him in real life, man. It's just, uh, I just feel like his energy is just, it's just like raw. You know what and, I mean? Like, and like, it's crazy because like he's so godly and like his yeah. words, it just, it, yeah. it hits people and it's like, ah. but yeah. it like, he was crazy and it, yeah. it made for great entertainment. And that's why he was yeah. such a great artist. Yeah. I don't, I don't think a song slipping could hit harder than, than any song that I ever heard is like slipping. Like, like, oh, like, absolutely. That, it's just, it's just like, I cry every time I hear that song. absolutely so how would you say that from when you were younger to now things have changed whether it be like long island whether it be the music industry um well like not to sound like i'm so old but my soul in music i like most of the new music like the drill and all that stuff but i'm i'm mainly like like the like 2090s like the wu-tang method man you know what I mean? The the most of the Def Jam artists is, you know, LL Cool. Like, okay. so for me, how it changed, it feels like they're not like most people are not listening to the lyrics anymore. It's just it's just more like a hook it, and then a tip and then you're I, out of there. I say this all the time. Like it literally, it takes one hit and people just blow up out of yeah. nowhere nowadays. And there's no authenticity to a lot of this stuff no more. It's crazy. You know, Why it's do you like, think I'm called the queen of the trap? I got to put people onto the things that they didn't learn about because times have changed. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I asked you, in your opinion, how do you feel that times have changed? And that's that's definitely one of them. Like even a mixtape, like for people like like me, like so for people who are not like so com- uh, computer literate, like the old days, you used to go to the barbershop and you'll just hand your CD. Or, you know what? You you would do it like that. It was no Spotify. It was none of this stuff like where I, before when I'm first starting writing my rhyme. So everything is like it's it's definitely more. It's more. It's it's good and it's bad. You know, it's just like. Like we, I, I, like I said, I come from the Jadakiss days. I come from the, I come from the, you know what I mean. So it's like, trust I, and believe. I know what you mean. I literally yeah. know because it's so hard. Like we grew up during an era that we're so like focused on, and things change every five years. The yeah. sound, the lyrics, the yeah. the the things that we're wearing, like the um the way that you put out your content, like yeah. Triller and. And what is it? TikTok are like literally taking off taking people's off, yeah. careers. It we really didn't is. have those things back in the day. No. And we had no. to literally, what you said, street work. We would go, I would go to Metro gas station in Northport and get, pay $5 for a Metro mixtape that yeah. had all these songs that I never yeah. even heard about. So I totally understand. And like, that's, that's something I try and push on a lot of people. Yeah. Too. Like when Fifty and, and he was doing his movement and mixtapes and all on that. That's that's when I first got encouraged, really, to be like. That's when I first actually learned like what is a mixtape. What's the difference between a mixtape and a C- CD? And the thing that I like about a mixtape more is that you can be yourself freely. I could jump into a single, and then I could do a freestyle. You know what I'm saying? I could like you. Could, you can give them. You can give them varieties of your music. You know what I mean? 
it doesn't have to be just well for a dj it, it doesn't have to be just one straight artist we can have um mixtapes and host them for a whole artist if he wants like 10 songs and hosted by dj k dev but also the good thing about mixtapes is you can influence other people to other people's music you know yeah yeah that that's another thing if you want to get on somebody instrumental you're shining on somebody else instrumental and you're letting it you know what i mean so absolutely that's a big thing too i love collecting those so if you yeah. got any of those, send them over. <laughs> I love those things. But yeah. um, so describe to me, well, you did describe what your music is kind of like. You said you grew up listening to Jadakiss and all of that. So would you base your music on like those type of artists? Is that what your sound is? My sound basically um, is just like, like inspiring, like, like, like just off life experiences. Like, like, I think my style is totally different from, like, anybody else's. Like, my lyrics might be raw, but it's just, like, I'm just, like, more, like, everybody could be, like, like you could be, like, a trapper or a pimp or none of this stuff. My goal is, like, whoever listens to me is just to be inspired. Like, mm-hmm. if I tell you, if I tell you you're the heart of a champion, like, like, that song, like, you have the heart of a champion to do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, would you consider yourself a rapper or like a boom bap rapper or like you do straight hip hop? What category would you put yourself in? As of right now, I would say I'm an underground artist, but I would like to, I would like to make to the mainstream. Like I I have, I have no certain limit to any kind of music. Like if, if, if it's, a certain kind of vibe or something, I'm willing to challenge myself on it. You know what I mean? Even if it's, like, it'd be karaoke. If I feel it, I feel it. You know what I'm saying? I, I just want to keep an open mind to the world. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. And I'll tell you right now, that that is going to be able to make your career go further because you're not just so stuck in the box and yeah. fixated on one sound. You ha- In this industry, you literally have to just, be out of the box open to different opportunities things that you're not even comfortable with sometimes and just give them a shot because you never know listening yeah you never know you could be making somebody else day better you know i mean somebody could be suicidal they hear your music and then it just makes them like anything you anything could be possible but that's why i think music is like the best sport because you could be jogging you could be walking anytime a certain song could put you right in the mood that you need to be Absolutely. I say that all the time. And I say it in all my interviews. Music is universal. So even if one person doesn't actually adapt to it, maybe it's the words behind it that will really catch them or or they might put somebody else onto it because it might relate to them in another way. So anybody can adapt to music. Anybody can put out music. And that's what we do. We just we're artists. We're people. We want to spread our words. So um, my other question is before becoming an artist or, you know, as of now, whichever it may be, um, what does a normal nine to five look like for you? Like, do you wake up, go to school, go to work, then do yeah, all of I, your- I, I, I work. It, it's, it's not it's not easy because at the same time, you, you have to take yourself serious and you have to invest in yourself. But at the same time, until you start getting gigs and people know who you are and you start selling tickets at the door, like you have to have some kind of income. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just can't 
people just think it's just putting on a chain and just going out and there just, and just walking outside and, getting visuals and it's you know, not it's a yeah, lot of hard it's, it's a lot of pushing you know you're, you're getting your followers up getting your getting your people to check out your video or, or just networking it's and then balancing out your, your average stuff of being a father and all that stuff so it, it's oh i didn't even know a, you were a father yeah yeah how many kids have, do you have i have a beautiful daughter she'll be 11 in january oh. God bless. I didn't know. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Think she's gonna be like dad and be a rapper one day? Uh I think she believes it. I think she believes it can happen. I think she believes it can happen. Does she play any instruments or anything like that? At the moment, she's she she's done chorus and like dance recital, but yeah. she kind of like grows out of it. Every year she's doing something different. Sometimes it's soccer, so she's every year is doing something different. I'm the same, I was the same way growing up. I couldn't stick to one sport. I couldn't stick to I wanted to do everything. So I think that's just I just think that's just like the part of a of a young person growing up and trying to figure out everything, trying Absolutely. to trying to see something else and see what else is going on. I mean, we're still doing that till this day. Every yeah. day is a learning experience and we want to experience everything. Oh, yeah. but God bless. I had no idea. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit more about the music part. So I know that you have a song out that hit 36k and it was your first song so my question is how long have you been making music and when did you put that actual track out um i say um i first started actually making music and not just writing music like recording myself was like when i was like 19 and i'm 35 now so i said about like 16 16 oh. years ago yeah, it's like it's crazy when I when I think of when it. When you like think that. about it, it's like it's wow, like, that many years went by. I was thinking about that the other day. Yeah, like, and you know, and you know what, you know, what's so crazy about that. It's I I've been recording myself for sixteen years, and no matter where I go, I still like as humble, I still get the same nervous effect as I had the first times going in there. Because yep. it's just you're paying you're paying for yourself for to hear yourself and. And my kind of producer, which I love, is like he's a hard ass. Like if he hears me slurring or out of breath, like he's not just trying to get me out of there, take my money. He likes me to finesse it. So I, that's what I like about him. I've been working with him for like over 10 years, you know, so. Wow. Yeah. And you got to you got to be comfortable. That's another thing. You got to be very comfortable with who you work with, because mm -hmm. I, I mean, I've, I'm around artists all the time and they pay thousands of dollars to go and record these studios and then their stuff comes back and they're like, this is not really what I wanted. So you have yeah. as an artist, you have to really network with people. You have to network with your DJs. You have to figure out, you know, what producers are good what videographers are good and that's going to be my next question because yeah. that's something that also not only did you reach out to me asking to do an interview but um you had also sent in uh music to the queen of the trap podcast and i had played your music video on my Shout show out. yes i got you but one thing that i noticed was that you um your videographer is street heat now yesterday yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a street heat event, um, Jim Jones and Mano, and I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about how you got involved with street heat, because for people who don't know, 
Street Heat is literally a Long Island native. Yeah, and he's I a only, legend. He's a- I only just discovered who he was like a couple of months ago, and I'm I'm glad I know who he is now. But in your own opinion, how did you get started with that company? How did they start recording for you? Um, yeah, pretty much like like when I first started, like out of the MySpace days and the, and like the Facebook days, and all, I know, right? MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> um, I started uh networking and stuff like that, and it, it was just one girl on my page. Her name is Jen Lowe, whatever, like that. And I and um, I seen her doing a lot of events and Long Island events and stuff, and I seen her doing videos, and then I seen the sign Street Heat pop up, and I was just like, wait a minute, I seen. DMX video, the scene, this, this, and that. Yes. So I, I, at this time, I had You in Danger. I had a, a couple other songs. I had no video out. So I said to her, I was like, how, I was like, how you doing? I, I'm such and such from Long Island. I'm, I'm trying to like do my first video. What do you think about this song? I played the song. She loved it. She actually were friends with Tainuf, and and Tainuf, he he heard three or four songs, and the first song he said, I want to do Danger, and it, and. It, once it was that, it was all in his hands, you know? That's amazing. It's a blessing, you know what I mean? It really is. I mean, it is such a big blessing because, like, honestly, me being in that environment yesterday, I got to see, like, what like you You're around like, stars. Like, and, like, 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 exactly. like, you know, like, you're not just, like, it's, it's different from going to, like, a, a rapper show and seeing them live, but you're actually, like, seeing the uncut, like, Gosh. seeing them in the video, seeing it's them raw. take... It, and it's, seeing it's what it takes to actually develop a music video like yeah. yes, yesterday I, they're breaking out cranes and and like and heat freaking things and yeah. and flatbeds and i'm like what the hell like and i, saw, I, don't I get saw the uh royce royce out there too i saw the i was i saw the cars like yeah that's a half a million dollar car out there too i was like that's crazy didn't know that and i was touching it <laughs> I was like, should I even be putting my hands on this car right yeah. now? I was very nervous. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, like, it's car. those opportunities that I as a DJ personally, like love to experience because I get to see what you artists have to go through in order to put these music, these music videos out and hand them over to me in order for me to play them for you. Yeah. So I appreciated that. And that's why I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this, because number one, a lot of people don't know about the street heat. A lot of people do, but a lot of people yeah. don't like myself. And that's something that's an amazing, amazing situation for you in general, because it's, it's so humbling. Because when I boost your I likes video, and views a little bit more. I, when I see my when I see like his list of, of work he put in and to even see my name on there, it's just like I said, it, hum, it humbles me. It's just like. It yeah. just makes me want to just do more videos and just be like, like, because he has the eye for it. Like, he really has the eye for it. And he works with underground artists like myself. Yep. You know, he, go, he goes from a top artist. He was artist shooting with- three videos yesterday. It wasn't just Jim. Every, like, Me- split second, he's like, oh, this person needs something. And we were recording for somebody. I saw him recording for somebody else. I'm like, this man don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> and this man don't stop and it's like it's dope to see that like somebody from long island is getting yes. that opportunity because we don't get enough of those opportunities we really don't so you are a very fortunate person to have that experience have that opportunity and that's why i wanted to talk about this because people deserve to know 
what yeah. work you have put in in order to get yourself here. Yes. So kudos I'm to glad you. you see that. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, hard work pays off and people actually notice that hard work when it's being shown and put in your face. And that's something that I noticed first right offhand when I was looking into you and researching about you, because yes, we're from Long Island, but you and I really haven't worked so much together yet. Yeah. And after this, we're definitely going to be working more, but it was just, I just wanted to let you know that like, that was something that caught my attention and you're very fortunate to be a person to be able to do things like that. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Absolutely. Now, how many projects do you currently have out? um, Aside from like your, do you have any um, albums, mixtapes? I have one mixtape. I have one mixtape that's on, um, excuse me, that's on datpiff.com. It's called, um, it's called Focus Time. And I did that. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but shout out to um, Down Island Town Studios, Stigmata. I think I, did, I know who they are. Yeah, from Patchogue. Yeah, that's I. I did all my music and uh, CDs. My first mixtape with him. So oh. yeah. And you, I wanted to also say, you being from Long Island, do you do anything over at Social Media House? I. That's the thing. I. I. That's that's the thing where I'm. I'm not saying I'm slacking, but that's the thing where I need to get out more. I. I haven't been out on the stage or at none of these events in like years. That's that's the only thing that I'm that next year I'm going to work into the groove and doing that more, getting more involved with promoters and, and seeing what clubs on Long Island is really going on. That, that That's where I got to put my for, more footwork. If in. you need help with that, come to me. I got you. I can help Appreciate you a little that. bit. Um, like I said, Long Island's really hard, but again, I can help help connect you with the right people. Yeah. Um, but social media house, you should follow them. Um, stay in tuned with everything they got going on because I, I'm telling you right now, you're a Long Island artist. They do showcases all of the time. And I'm one of those people who go scope out artists and network with people down there when they're doing these ciphers, when they're doing these events. Um, they don't only just do music events. Like they have... Um, you know, they have showcases for like weed. They have they they have ev- they have everything. D- there is always a freaking dispensary like type of setup every time you walk in there. Like oh, that, that, every- now you're talking, you're talking about that. And I'm also going to tell you that famous people walk in and out of there every single day. If people don't know who this is, it's Biscuit. He is the biggest blogger on Long Island. That is his studio. That's like his home studio. He's okay. got his own painting on the wall in one of the rooms. Like he's he's that big. But it's like that. And he, and there's always famous people walk. I met Vado there. Like yeah, that's dope. I've met uh, I met Drummer Boy Fresh over there. Like okay, people up. are always in and out. So. I like to tell people from Long Island, they are a great studio. I love them. Um, I'm always, you know, getting involved with things over there. I was actually over there a couple of weeks ago for it, uh, Biscuits and Blunts events oh, when I met Vado. So definitely get involved with that. And also as an artist, keep sending us your music. Like we will will always, especially DJs, reach out to all the DJs you possibly know and flood them 
in their emails with all of your music because that's just going to a help you promote more but b all of us store our files whether it gets played tomorrow or a year down the line we're always going to have it and you never know when we're going to spin it and it might actually take off so that's why i always tell people whenever people send into my podcast i save those files forever i have things from 2002 and uh, saved on hard drives i have like eight hard drives i have everybody's music no so definitely definitely keep doing what you're doing uh, i'm i'm very amazed at everything you're doing and i'm proud of you it. and i'm definitely looking forward to working with you more thank you same way you're here very welcome so if you had the chance right now and three people in the industry that you would love to work with saw this who would it be? Who would you want to work with if they saw this interview right now? Um, I would have to say uh, Nas, Jadakiss, and uh, definitely Davies. Oh, I would, I would, I would okay. definitely say that. The Davies I might be able to help you with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good yeah. friends with all of them. I was actually yeah. just talking to his cousin. Yeah. Because yeah. we sent him a little video yesterday like, why aren't you at the shoot? <laughs> Yeah, but, like uh, I've been listening, I've been listening to his music like for a while, like before he even like got signed to Nas and stuff. Like, like my ear is always to like the underground. Like, I always go for like the underdogs, the people that have a different story and and change something and just and just watching him grow from something to nothing. It's, it's just it's just humble experience for me. You know what I mean? It's just like absolutely. When I, when I look at artists like that, I I look at that. I'd be like, okay, they're flipping it, kicking it. They pushing me to get into my bag and let me do what I can do. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that, two chains for me. Like that's yeah. literally how I view that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dope too, man. Like he just came. He came out of. He came out of nowhere. I mean, he was rapping a certain way, and then he just flipped. He just came out of nowhere and just flipped it. And just... that man is brilliant. I will tell you, this is one of my trap facts. But this man was selling nickel bags, five dollar bags, every single day at twelve years old. He would hide his money from his dad so and his mom so they wouldn't steal his money. He saved up one hundred and thirty thousand dollars, bought a tour bus, and recorded. It's your birthday. It's it's the, yeah, and then he got signed to Little Wayne. Boom. That's that's crazy. That's that's a dope And now look where this man is at. Yeah. But the Davies thing. So, for me, it took me a little while to get um into Davies, uh, because like I love trap music and I grew up on Uncle Murder and like yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles P, but I'm like, who the fuck is this Davies? And my ex boyfriend loved him. Like, he literally thought he was Davies. <laughs> and I used to be like, Davies ain't shit. But I, <laughs> I went to one of his concerts and I literally just stood there and I watched this man perform and I watched his energy and how his he. Energy. How he interacts with a crowd and it made me appreciate this man's music and that's now dope. i fucking love this i, I listen yeah. to him every day yeah, that's dope every single one of his concerts so like we were talking about music is universal you never know how somebody's gonna react you never know when somebody's gonna react to it it could be now or later down the line. You just got to con stay consistent and show that you're working hard for what you want. Exactly. You and you're doing it. great. And I, I'm telling you, from my point of view, I see it. 
Appreciate it. Thank you. Definitely see it. You're very welcome. Now, what is next for you? So where do you see yourself in the next five, 10 years? What is, what is there that you would like to do? Do you want to open up any businesses? Um, do you want to, you tell me. Um, what's next? Hopefully like, like we were just discussing, like I would uh, start interacting with people more and, and start doing more shows and stuff. And, um, I would want to do like acting and like real estate and stuff. Like if I ever made it like to the mainstream and I, and I, and I get my hand on a certain bag like that, like instead of like buying $400,000 cars and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I would love to, think more practical. more practical. Yeah. I would love to invest in like real estate or something, something that I could use a valuable or something, you know what I mean? And, and just, brand off that and just like that because honestly i wouldn't want to be a rap i'm 35 now but yeah. like i said i wouldn't want to be a rabbit forever but i i just want to tell my story. never know i know i you know i, I just want to tell my story and, and and reach my full potential with it that's that's the best you know? absolutely no that's great and you will get there i mean you've, re- you. you've already reached so many goals and now you just have more to even go with so yeah 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 but so I thank you for having, I thank you for being on my podcast. I thank you for allowing me to interview. I actually learned a lot about you today and that's why I love doing these interviews. Yeah. So I thank you, you so much. Thank you. You're very welcome. And now tell everybody where they can find you before we end our interview. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Facebook. It's no abbreviation. It's Rand Davis, a.k.a. Focus. And then you can follow me on Instagram, Focus1631. All right. And where can we find all your music again? My music is on uh, Spotify and that's for, and Amazon, iTunes. And all right. I, Everybody go tap into that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody go listen, go tap in, go watch those music videos. And I thank you once again. And thank I hope you, you have a great day. God bless. Thank you. Yes.